0: Hello friends, Matt Hergut here. You're listening to Bear Magic Adventure Society, episode 8. I'm here with an incredible photographer. He's an ambassador for Leica cameras, beats by Dre, Reebok, Nike. He has spreads in Harper Bazaar magazine. He took the uh, highest grossing UFC photograph of all time. He works with Glory Kickboxing and He's all over the place, man. And uh, most importantly, he's one of my best buds. I love this guy to death. James Law. But you want to know the crazy thing that makes the world so magical? Is that you can find out that information in a lab coat or sitting under a tree. Well, I'm humbled
1: now. Well, So how
0: do I get my kundalini back? You know, (laughs) that was my question. It took me six years to figure out. Of some breath work. That macro-micro is so mysterious, is so beautiful, is so astonishing. Like, the world does shimmer. That's where the magic happens. Like, not about finance or not about money. Like, what is it that your heart ultimately loves to do?
1: It's not in or out. It's everybody where they are, start. She's right.
0: (laughs) That's my friend, uh, Hannah Banya's. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Good morning. Good to see you. Good to see you. Uh, even though we've spent a lot a lot of time <laughs> <laughs> lately. We've been chilling. We've been chilling. Um, how was your breathwork class last night? You held your breath for the longest
1: time. Dude, I rolled in there just hanging with my buds because I'd missed two, two classes of, of this breathwork. And... I laid down and kind of fidgeting with my phone and started this started this breathwork class tripping <laughs> because the first breath hold that I did was so far past the first ex- first uh, time limit that I've ever experienced I looked over at Kenneth and I was like dude I'm gonna smash my record of however much it was I think my last one was three minutes mm-hmm. and I was like it I think 2:30 something or 2:40 on the first one. And then I think it went to 3:30 and then I held my breath for 4 minutes and 2 seconds. And <laughs> I never I never I I knew it was ca- I was capable of it, but I didn't know it was possible. Right. And then it happened and I was like I can do it. I can do it longer. How did you feel like right as you were doing it? Or like towards the end? Towards the end. Well, Towards the middle, I was really settled into it, mm-hmm. and I was finding like this this space between, between relaxation, and having no mind. And I, I was just kind of letting my my mind be, but I started. There there was a very definitive turn of the tide where my my body was telling me, "Oh, dude, you are out of breath." Right. And then my my mind was like, "Just keep holding, just keep chilling." And I was having this this inner battle, and then I became really curious about the time. And I looked over at the time, and it was like, f- like 3:50, mm. and, and and I was and I was bucking. And Jonathan started asking for times. And as soon as he asked me for my time, I was I was literally like, not convulsing, but my body yeah. was bucking and Jonathan like in
0: movies was, when you see people like yeah. trapped
1: in a ship oh, totally. and they're like shit totally shit That's shaking. exactly what happens yeah Yeah and uh and Kenneth was looking over at me and Jonathan was laughing and uh in the best way possible and, right. and, and he goes law and I go phew, phew. and I go 402 <laughs> 402 and uh he's <laughs> like oh and then you know every, like Kenny looks back mm-hmm. and, and was tripping so
0: the your next level of X factor, I told you this yesterday, is the subtle
1: exhale oh through yeah. the nose. That was like a revelation when you told it to me because it's wild. I, un- I start to understand my body is reacting to a chemical process and a buildup within myself. And then any sort of mental uh, fluctuation that I can get... Beyond pure panic mm-hmm. is a good sign, and I think you know I'll, I'll I'll find more comfort in that space, or I'll find more understanding in that space, and it's a it's an interesting feeling to want to push past this point because it's and I start to look into myself, right? Because it's not just about like holding my breath, right? That's like, the, that's like the last thing almost of holding. You're not thinking about holding your breath, holding your breath. You're thinking about what, what state <clears throat> can I find myself in? Mm-hmm. And then how can I, how can I n- tell my body to not fear or to remodulate this fear into something else? Cause it's weird. I, I'll do have these little mind loops when I'm holding my breath. Mm-hmm. I'll have like a, mind loop of the funniest weirdest smallest thing and i and i start and when i'm in that process i start to think wow this is my my brain sort of reverting back to a very primitive sort of state mm. of survival almost but it just sort of latches on to anything that's rooted or something that's 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 on the surface and then it just sort of and it, and it circles, and I'm like, dude, you can actually chill harder. Yeah. And I and I'll and I'll and I found this middle zone the other day. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, oh, I'm gonna go for six minutes. Mm-hmm. And I looked at my phone, and it was like 3:50, and I was bucking. But I, you know, I think the the space between where my mind was and where my body was 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 something. But I I find that the more familiar you are with, with something like that the more it relates to other practices like like we've talked about in the past brazilian jiu-jitsu or if it's photography or if it's an an energy or between life. people oh yeah
0: for sure oh yeah it's like a mirror it is everything wild dude last night my goal was i want to hold my breath because we do three sets so i had never hold held my breath on the first set through to the la the end of the third set so that was my goal for the for the night you know to play around with that
1: we're, we're talking about you and Kenny Kenny holding his breath Kenny Florian our friend the fighter who's been on the podcast uh, commentator Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner he held his breath for nine minutes and two seconds amazing mm-hmm. personal record for him and with that style of breathing beforehand and then <laughs> you're at 15 oh x <laughs> <laughs> that is
0: astounding literally by becoming the process so like once you once you get to 4 minutes you start understanding possibilities yeah and you and Kenny are extending your time because and we'll get into this later but you know the the more you're getting in contact with yourself you do you remember on thursday when i explained it when we were in that state of feel oh yeah the breath hold oh yeah like because we were so hyper aware mm-hmm. of ourselves mm-hmm. and i said if you feel this all the time even when you're not in this state you can
1: just like play with the body you, you know what i mean well, it's, it's an interesting place to be because I feel like sometimes when I wake up in the morning, uh, I might have that feeling or if I can channel it, I can, but oftentimes the, 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 there's a, there's this fear of the unknown if mm-hmm. through, through, if it's, you know, somebody's gonna send me an email or a photography job's going to come up or an email's going to come through where I forgot something and then I have to sort of put myself I don't have to put myself in a survival mode, but I revert back to it. And my clarity for this sort of understanding in this, in this plane s- dissolves. And it's, it's me not embracing that and looking away. And I don't know if it's reverting back to this sort of like panic state, mm. but it's, you know, I'm just, I'm sort of operating on cruise control when that happens. Right. Oh, I gotta do this email. Oh, I gotta do this. Oh, I gotta run it rush around. Instead of my preferred method through through these practices is see if I can take how I feel in those places of feeling good and feeling centered and feeling this this feeling this feeling. Right. Taking it with me.
0: Yeah. Becoming the magic tent. Yeah,
1: baby. <laughs> so I got I, you know, I posted my my personal record on Instagram and one of my brothers. Uh, pilot friends who had flown with him in, I think, Alabama for flight school, and then in either Colorado or Seattle, this guy TJ Millard, who's big into Wim Hof, he's big in sort of you know the the path of self discovery. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you held for four minutes, that's crazy. I'm at three thirty, and even <laughs> though the time's lower, I'm like, oh yeah, dude, I feel you on that on, on being able to break past one forty, Right. And I want, it's like, you know, I can't type it to him in that, that way, but I'm like, dude, you're right there. Yeah. It's like, let's find that space. But I feel like he's kind of guy that through what he's gone through, has the ability to find the space because he's on this path to pursuing the things that he's into do flies Apaches. Right. Dude. He's, you know, he had a little bit of a, I think a, a health thing that happened. So, He's on a, on a new path, but he's like flying drones and he's producing videos and he's meeting people that he's inspired by, you know, mm. hang. He did a course with Wim Hof and he did all these things. And it, it's a reminder to me that staying on my path through these discoveries and having my practices gets me to know me. Yeah, dude, it's a perfect
0: mirror because and we we're talking about this yesterday with the words, you know, like that, <coughs> that the words are pointers to get to a certain place, but and, and thoughts are pointers to get to a certain place. But the only way to transcend, uh, that place is by feeling and thinking less. So yeah. Kenny Florian Great point. is a black belt Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. That's for sure. He needed a lot of thinking and a lot of, um, words, to understand the practice but he doesn't think. I mean he might th- you know have a couple thoughts but the but
1: he's way flowing. he operates in that in that state yeah. the way he operates in that space as a brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner as a martial artist is his touch. Yes. is so fine. And his touch is so perceptive and his touch is without m- mind but with presence. Ooh, it's something to see. So me, I don't even have a white belt. Yeah. And when I'm in that
0: space, all is in my head is thoughts yeah. with a little bit of feeling because sure. it's new, you know? Oh, you bet. So with the breath hold, it's once you get to the four-minute mark, now you're mm-hmm. really exploring the realm of feeling where you're not thinking so much. Yeah. And you still need some thoughts to, like, figure Trip. out your body. Trip, yeah. But the crazy thing is, like, then you start to feel that when you want to breathe, you can actually get the same effect by exhaling, letting go. Right. That's talk a, that, about a that's, fucking metaphor. That is a metaphor. And, it, and you can continue this process. So when you, you know, you're shaking, you're convulsing, that's CO2 building up in your body. Well, you're allowed to let go of that because mm-hmm. you're not breathing. Mm-hmm. So you settle in, you, 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 you become fully aware. You know, it's, it's like, it's like if you're in a public space and you really have to fart and you become so hyper aware of like your muscles and you like tense it and you're like, "Uh, okay, we're not doing that right in this elevator. You know what I mean? Kind of that same thing. You like become hyper aware of your body. You're like, I'm not going to burst and you go, Oh man, through your nose
1: and then clench. And I, then, I missed that whole part for a lack of understanding of just the physiological side.
0: But see, you had to get
1: you to the to. point You have to, yeah. to understand that. I'm with you.
0: And now you're at that point. So now it's like, oh, check this out. Oh, check this so out. So now next time you're going to be able to have that tool to play with. And then the more you play with that, the less you think and the more you're just feeling. And you can have that process of letting go for like... 50 times mm. and then that's like when you're holding your breath for over I like 10 that, minutes. I like that
1: idea uh, I'm not I wasn't one to let go I was one to hang on mm-hmm. I was one to be like look what I can do through this look what I can do sort of thing right as opposed to telling myself hey look what you can do when you let go look what you can do when you relax your presence
0: which is like the the be- most beautiful metaphor for everything it is it is it it's really the letting is. go of things that make you strong make you Vulnerable, but well in a way I was I was trying strength.
1: to define myself a lot through what I could do mm. and what I could do for the longest time was translated by l- like Look what I can produce or look how mm-hmm. look how I can do this and it's always been it's it hasn't it wasn't the exhale of things. It was the force of things or it was the getting there or it was the pushing through and not the this the next graceful. level of. Mm-hmm.
0: It's so subtle. It's so it's subtle. It's so gentle and it's the difference between holding your breath for two minutes or 15 minutes. Yo, I'm
1: trying to see how I can experiment with that type of procedure and feeling onto the other things in my life that yes. I really care about that I, and also that I'm really interested in and also that I need to work on and also the things that I'm afraid of. I, to express it sounds like, Oh, I want to do X, Y, Z, ABC. But the idea of exploring it through that process, when I've been the type of guy who's mm-hmm. been, like I said, look what I can do through, through definitive action versus definitive understanding.
0: Right. And, and when you do that process, there's no rush, there's no urgency because the whole process is this reward procedure of just like all of a sudden now you listen and pay attention to things that you've never known to even be there. So it's like you're still James Law, you're still Matt Hurget, but you're going about life in this way that there's mm-hmm. just this infinite depth.
1: I've I've noticed um, when I take time to consider that when I'm around people who I'm influenced by or people that I care about or people who I'm inspired by, you know I've I've interacted with with people in my life like that quite a bit and through photography or through martial arts or through just being you know being around and doing my thing. But it's interesting lately to be around the people who. I'm inspired by or influenced by or that I'm on, that I do projects with. Um, and the sort of the interaction where I'm in a way dropping my ego and just being present with them. Mm-hmm. There's a little, there's a, there's this moment of, of a slight shift where it's like, you know, I'll just be looking at somebody or I'll be talking to somebody and they'll might be looking away casually chit chat and blah, 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 blah. And then like, they'll give me like this little like, oh uh, like oh what up dude oh we're here we're here in this state not just like oh how you doing how you been what are you up to blah 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 i'm like like i like i shot aubrey marcus from on it through my friend john john beer who was on the podcast as well and i know him through whitney miller his fiance Mm -hmm. and you know i've shot her a bunch and we've traveled a bunch with glory kickboxing because she does some announcing but finally got to set up the shoot with aubrey and when I was when I was there, I'm like, dude, I'm so glad that we get to be here in this cool studio in LA, and we get to do this shoot. And he's like, yeah, man, cool. You know, just look what we picked out. I'm like, I'm stoked to be here to do yeah. this. And he's like, and he kind of just looked at looked for a quick moment. And it wasn't anything profound. Right. It was just like, oh, this dude is with me.
0: Like I'm paying attention right now. Yeah,
1: and 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 it was like it was just a, a moment of um, just a little bit of. Definitive understanding through just conversation beyond this. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Welcome. Sure. Get comfortable, you know, and, and that's part of, has been part of my thing and how I, how I do shoots. How can I make people comfortable? How can I get them in the zone? But it's always been this forceful thing as opposed to a, mm. an understanding of like, just, just being like aware and with them. Right. Cause, Oh, this is how you do a photo shoot. Yeah. That's how you do a photo shoot. But, How can you bring yourself into the process? Right. And that's what's wild. And like I said, that's a long winded way of a description of, Oh, this is my new understanding of how to operate in this space. And I love it because a lot of what I did before, even though I've, I've gone on some amazing adventures has been just kind of by the seat of my pants and I'm hanging on to this ride. Now I'm still hanging on, but I get a chance to kind of, Oh, peek my head around. Check it out. Feels good. And
0: here's the thing. It's like there's no accolades for that. There's no there's no thing you could put on your Instagram. There's no like photograph that is represent representative of that feeling. So it's like we in this Western society get so caught up in the production aspect, like what you were saying and like who, who I've. Worked with, or like what I've done, mm-hmm. and how much I've acquired, and the things that I have, and the people that
1: I know, well, and that's the phone numbers. in a really circular my way of, of just getting to the same point over and over again. Like, oh, I've shot a cover. Oh, I worked with so and so. Oh, I worked with so and so. When it's when when you ca- when you characterize it like that, it becomes, oh, what am I doing next? What am I doing next? What am I doing next? Oh, you're only as good as what you did just the last time. But the feelings
0: feelings that when you can tap into this space that we're talking about is rewards in itself. And it's like these like little gems of the soul that you get to keep with you. And it's like if someone else is receptive of that, they get that, too. They get that little gift. They get that little present.
1: Jumping right in with the hits on the podcast. I'm with it.
0: I'm I'm, I'm
1: with it, dude. It, it means so much to me. It's like you could photoshoot
0: your. Or you could photograph like the illest guy you. Like the guy you most look up to. But like, is it. Yeah, part of the photo. The, taking the photographs is the process. But like at the end of the day, you're going to sit back and be like, damn, that was dope. That right. felt so good. Yeah. Like our little interactions, like these little just like maybe a sentence that we exchange that they, you, you made that glint. You saw that glint in the eye that they understood you and you understood them. And that connect, dude, that's what it's about. Yeah, man. It's fucking awesome. That's what I'm after. So what are these fears that you were saying that you want to take this and,
1: and well, you know, there's, there's, you know, how like, you know, the confidence that I have as a, as a person and um, you know, growing as I have and learning what I have. There's still like these, these innate things that you might feel when you encounter somebody new or somebody you haven't seen for a while or considering somebody's expectations of you when you're with them again, Mm -hmm. there's, there's this sort of like this social presence where we look at somebody and we're like, huh, how's he been? Oh, is he, Oh, he looks tired. Oh, he, uh, and you know, if I feel tired and somebody says it, I might be like, damn, they saw that I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, okay, doesn't like it doesn't matter. So the point is, is that I wanna bring I wanna bring my understanding of how I feel to social situations mm-hmm. in which I I can you know, put myself with, with anybody, with people I care about, with people that I'm shooting, with loved ones, and be in that space with more of an open heart and with presence. So just being present, so that they they can feel that I, that I'm not there judging them the way that the social context kind of predicts that things will be. So like the, to boil it down further, when I when you stand in, some, in front of somebody, you f- you might feel like you're being judged, but in a way I think that's normal. Sure. But it's it's sometimes hard to deal with. So it, it it's almost making it sound like it's an issue, but it's more of an a recognition of this social construct so now Mm -hmm. my one of my things is just to be in somebody's presence and to say hello and to look at them without this barrier of or this shroud or this this layer of of (laughs) the concern of judgment i just want to be with somebody yeah and i want them to feel that and i think that it's almost like finding this this middle state of uh of this this sort of this texture mm-hmm. of a feeling and it's bringing this feeling of confidence and goodness right. to a situation i'm experimenting with it but i'm also getting to know it right myself
0: like three weeks ago we were at breathwork and kenny saw me and he's like man you look tired and uh it was just kind of like a throw it out there like sure. that's what you say yeah, you yeah, know? yeah of oh course. man you look i go yeah, brother. Like I, I was up all last night, you know, uh, dealing with a dark night of the soul, just clearing energy out of the apartment.
1: <laughs> He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. So how about this? That we 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 run the risk, and we run we we have the the probability of encountering the the you know the people that we're in, interacting with to potentially not. Interpret what we're What we're saying Or where we're at mm-hmm. For example Like you know I'll tell people Oh yeah I've been doing breath work Or oh I do some Guided meditation Or oh I'm um, uh, Doing some float tank work and, and this has become A part of my practice And people I think What I What I get Is a little bit of Like a head cock From people Or like People are Looking at me Like, oh, like a, a dog That hears a, a weird noise Like uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, 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 Trying to wrap Their head around it Like Is Is a lot dog Going off the deep end uh, and it's like, what? What really is the risk? Yeah, there's. That's the thing. There is no risk because I think what people will understand as they talk to me and as, but as they want to get to know me and as their hearts be are open, or maybe even on a more surface level, like, oh, what's Law Dog all about? Uh, I think it's, oh, this is this is how he finds his. Comfortable space, or this is how he finds he's getting to find himself instead of like, oh, it's like some hippy dippy thing, is this weird thing. Like, where's he going with this? Right. <coughs>
0: um, and, but that's also, which is the funniest, the funniest thing right. on podcasts these days is the like uh, crying or not, I'm um, uh, c- disclaiming that you're not like too hippy dippy mm. before you say something is yeah. like the new like crying for men where like. Back in the day, like it was like like you can't cry, you can't show your emotions. Well, now like all these men on podcasts, like I'll be listening to them, and like right before they say something, it's big, like, "I don't, I don't want to sound like too like hippy dippy or like right, you know." Well, there, yeah,
1: there's a there's a definitive disclaimer. Yeah, that that's that's that social construct yep. that I'm talking about that is so hard for me to define, but it's so easy to relate to when you throw out a disclaimer about something. It's, it's sort of like this recognition of judgment Yep. and it's fear based. It is fear based and and sometimes you need it and sometimes disclaimers are cool, but if you're always throwing a disclaimer before you do anything like, Oh, don't get me wrong, but, or to be honest, but, or this doesn't sound too hippy dippy, but like, what if we just have our energy and we open, we, we confront things with a, with sort of an open, an open mind and an open heart and. We don't need as many disclaimers. Correct. You definitely need some disclaimers to help people understand you. Right. I'm down for that. I want right. people to understand me. I want to understand people. But I also want to not just do it through the most basic social mechanism. hmm. You know. Yep. Yo. What and we're talking I, and I think about. You here, can.
0: I think you can transcend disclaimers by the energy that you put into things that mean to you, something to you. Yes. Whereas, like, I can be talking about something as far out as I ever want to at the Thanksgiving dinner table, and my grandma, who is a very wise woman, will look at me. She's never had a sip of alcohol her entire life. You know, she's very religious, and she'll look at me and say, oh, I love how you talk about things that mean something to you. Yeah. And the things I'm talking about... Are, couldn't be more different than her, sure, but it's how you talk about them, right that makes the connection.
1: Well, let's boil this down too. What we're talking about is getting to know ourselves mm-hmm. wanting to be uh, understood, also the need for bettering how we communicate right. And we just you know this is a natural process, but I think it's it's something that's been disconnected through whatever, whatever way that we've started to communicate more through different it's reward social, systems, different reward systems, but chasing also carrots, chasing carrots. Know? But it's also, you know, we, we, we get this feedback response through how we post on social media or what we post and how, you know, the type of things that we post and when and how many people like it. Right. But, and and so but that starts in, in school too we're like, Oh sure.
0: What, who are the cool kids in middle school and high school and elementary school? It's not the, the guys in, in the art classes or the, you know, in the, the, the dark room, like, you know, producing photographs Mm. and stuff like that, or drama or debate or whatever, you know, it's like, it's the guys who puff out their
1: chests. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And, and whatever uh, way they do that. that, that's a, that's a social construct. And, I think I'm cool with embracing that too. It's like, Oh, this is what it is. And we know this through movies and we know this through books and we know this through satire and we know this through, uh, you know, archetypes, you know, the certain people that embody these, these or the certain characters that embody these, 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 these ideas that we're talking Mm -hmm. about puffing out your chest or the guy in the dark room. But that, that is, I think the most basic way to understand our surroundings and, You know how we are socially in a Western world, or as as people. But I think what we're not taught and what we're not shown as readily as we are with you know mathematics and history is how do we operate in a space where we are present and where we're open and we have the ability to just kind of like understand each other. And what I think is cool is that in in school they're they're starting to have kids meditate, right? And they're starting to like find this other process besides like this just foundational education system, which is cool. We're not the best in the world. We're not the worst, but definitely we have places that we can grow. And now, Oh, like how can we prepare people for their life, for the world aside from the standard practice that we've always done. But it's interesting to look at the puffed out chest, the football player, the cheerleader, the, person on the social board it's a little bit of a little bit of a lesson for me just just now you know thinking about what uh what it is and and, and how and what our place is right and our places what well, how what we want it to be
0: right yeah i mean i've i've played around with all the roles you know like at one point i thought i was gonna be uh a football player you know playing for the University of Miami but really I feel like deep down I knew what I was supposed to do which is what I'm doing right now but there was this fear involved with like exploring that and especially and it's one thing once you get a grasp like a, a real strong grip of who you are as a human being but when you are You know sleeping at your parents house and you're in school and you get grades and you're judged and you're like Mm. so it's such a you know tight cluster of people who are like just giving you feedback and how they think of you and how they you know what I mean sure in this little closed off neighborhood of like not that much free-flowing information you know it's like it's it's difficult to explore those possibilities and I found it in you know locking myself in my room for a full day and just like playing with Legos or G.I. Joes and just kind of you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that isolation mm-hmm. just letting myself be myself
1: um that's a cool yeah man, that's you a cool gotta concept. play yeah you do have to play you do have to play and, and I didn't realize that until recently and it's in, it, it's interesting for me how that I, you, I have to go through some dark parts of my life mm. to realize that i i want to be open to these to these things but it's it's even more interesting to find the practices that speak to me and it's it's so simple like what speaks to you right what helps you get closer to you and that's what's excited me more because i was so wrapped up with who I am as a photographer for the longest time. Right. And I was in this cycle of do a big job or, you know, do a lot of jobs, do a big job, uh, shoot somebody really cool. What's next, what's next, what's next instead of working on the things about me that, that I wanted to build up and that, um, you know, instead of just being in this loop, I I want, you know, I've, I've found that sort of working on myself and then taking that back to photography has made my life so much more happy and so much more fulfilling. But also I I can approach what I do from an inspired place as opposed to coming to that space in as like, oh, I have to do this project or I have to push the limit or I have to be on this, this sort of a a creative level to stay, to stay relevant or to to get the attention of people who are in positions to hire me. Mm -hmm. I was making those decisions out of fear. Or uh, uh, this this unknown pressure, and instead, lately, I've just taken that pressure off myself. How can I operate and and grow it, you know, and find my own practices and talk to the people that I care about and communicate, and then take that back to what I'm passionate about and to what I'm into, and that's been my biggest breakthrough. Beyond holding my breath, beyond being proud of having a practice like. Um, breath work or some guided meditation or just being open to that it's how I can take these practices that I'm interested in and that have helped shape me and find new perspective and take it to the things that I really care about and that's photography, that's my friends that's my family and that's hopefully sharing a little bit of energy good energy with with people that I encounter
0: and then it becomes you it becomes you yeah
1: That's growing. It's not that's growing. That that
0: is special. It's
1: you. That's growing. I'm so stoked on that. Right. There's there's a few people in my life who have noticed a a small shift in my energy and I can really appreciate that. But what I like to see just as much is how I can just be around people and I and I can I can feel just a little bit more comfort and a little bit more of a connection and a little bit more of enjoyment and a little bit more perception. Mm-hmm. Cause I was just going too fast. I was going too fast. Mm-hmm. And I was hanging on too hard. Now, now I have a slightly different perspective and it's, it's definitely more beautiful for me.
0: Uh, like every great masterpiece, or every great artist that made great masterpieces throughout history they were always tinkering with things on the side and and they went through periods of time where like the tinkering was like their full-time job and like their own critics were like oh this guy is wasting time he just should be in the studio painting and blah 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 Mm. And it turns out years later that the tinkering with certain things that just resonates with their soul actually is what created the most powerful masterpieces. And for me, that is like my own soul work and that travel Mm -hmm. and then um, figuring out how to help other people get in touch with that, that, that feeling.
1: Let me ask you this, where, what do you, how do you feel about people who maybe have a different energy expression or different a, a different mechanism to being in, you know, finding their perspective and, and finding their own sense of presence. And the people I'm talking about are guys who are influential and successful, guys like Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Who's, uh, he's got this amazing media company and he's an entrepreneur and he, and he has a ton of energy, but he's also, he's also like, you know, he's got this shark tank vibe. You know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? and then there's guys like Tim Ferris and these these guys are very much forward thinking leading minds in their industry but they're they're also such defined characters that right. their presence in in the construct of who they are is so strong it's like you know like Gary Vaynerchuk like amazing presence but man is he he's he's in his space but he's so shrewd and he's so blunt and right. I, it's, it's such an interesting study to me because it's very different than me but I even though I'm not on that same that same tip as far as how I express my energy or whatever I am inspired by these guys like I don't always agree with everything that Tim Ferriss says or Gary Vaynerchuk says or even guy, uh, guy guys like Sam Harris or guys like Jocko uh, the Jocko podcast I'm influenced by these and and passionate about these type of characters because they have embraced what really speaks to them, right? Man, Jock, you've, you've heard a Jocko mm-hmm. podcast, right? Man, that guy is f- discipline, uh, freedom through discipline. Right. And that's all that can be a very hard way to live for a lot of people. And the acceptance of that is very like, boom, shocking. Yep. And, and for me it's seeing these people's stories and seeing their perspective and seeing their strong character and what they believe in that's helped really slowly for me to find, even find myself Mm -hmm. on the small, on the smallest levels. Yeah. It's what do you think? Well, I mean, everyone
0: is going about their own process in their way, whether they are conscious of it or not. And all these people have very different lives. Like Mm -hmm. everyone has their own individual life where the moment they woke up and the moment, I mean the moment they were born And, you know, think about, like, all the experiences you've had in life. Well, everyone who's alive have had that for a specific period of, you know, time, quote-unquote. And everything in their own life has molded and shaped who they are, Mm -hmm. right? Of course. So they're expressing themselves exactly how they know to express themselves right now. Mm. And that's the only thing that we can do is like express
1: ourselves right now. And they've really embraced it and Mm -hmm. they've got their feedback and, and they are, there are these, these strong characters. It's a, it's honestly, it's a, it's a good reminder Mm -hmm. to to listen to yourself. And it's a good reminder to stay inspired by other people's movement. You know, it's one thing to be really concerned about how well somebody's doing, but it's another thing to be inspired by how people have found their path. And here's the other thing like,
0: based on your right now, certain people who inspire you right now might not inspire you in three months. That's cool. Or a year, or this, or that, because, like, along my journey, I had people who. I kind of would latch onto their thoughts mm-hmm. and use that as like like these are like the words leading up to the feeling. You like you need ideas and 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 words to be your pointer of steering your life into a better direction. Mm. But then for me, I get into these like metaphorical clearings in my life where I really feel who I am. And then when I'm in that space, it's like, OK, let's let's back off the other people's thoughts, right. the other people's ideas, the other people's experience and really settle into what I'm about. Because if, if we don't have that silence with ourselves, we don't fully um, know who we are without our own uh, or without other people's influence on ourselves. So it's like it's a, it, this is all feeling, you know, it's like sometimes I don't want to listen to a certain podcast or this you. podcast and then sometimes you. I'm right there and I'm like, let's
1: give this a try How about this. How about for me? I, I can, I can relate to it like this. There's, there's been times where I've seen a photograph and I'm like, man, I love that. Mm-hmm. How'd they do that? I want to shoot like that. I, how did the, how, why does this give me this feeling? And the more I look at photographs, the more I become familiar with them. So I might, you know, I might not be as inspired by it, but I'm still, I still have an appreciation for it. Right. And, you know i don't i don't think it's like a single serving experience where it's like oh i did this i'm getting this i'm going this way it, it's it, i think it's it's the progression of how you go through it and how you look at it mm-hmm. that's really important and you can go back to the museum and you can look at this you can look at this photograph or this painting and be like yeah i'm i'm feeling it right how you're inspired is one thing but you know i think it's also important to look at that appreciation of it too and part and that's part of your path
0: it's also understanding that everyone is a human, so my, one of my favorite painters, Cy Twombly, also made work that I'm not crazy sure. about, yeah. but he's my favorite painter. Just sort of like Tim Ferris, sometimes or Sam Harris, they lose me because they put too many words on a thing that shouldn't be describable. And that's where right. I go back into myself. Mm-hmm. I go, hmm, that's interesting yeah. that they feel that way. <laughs> yeah. But that's not how I feel. Yeah. Where, you know, David Blaine taught Tim Ferriss how to hold his breath for three minutes, right? right? Okay. And he thought it was so dangerous because yeah. he's I'll very, he, he thinks a lot of stuff, which granted is important and he has a huge following and there should be disclaimers and mm-hmm. warnings. But he took it out of his, his giant, like encyclopedia, Tools of Titans, which is an awesome book. But he like, took it out because he thought it was too dangerous right. for me. That doesn't serve me because I it doesn't I when I started holding my breath, there was never a filter in my mind that said that I couldn't hold my breath for extended periods. But of time. can you
1: relate to it? But can, I, you, can you relate to the expression of him being like, oh, this is too dangerous? We, I get we, it, we, but you, for me,
0: I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. I like to l- let people explore their limits, push their boundaries. You know, I've been quoted as saying, uh, some people are. <laughs> we had a podcast and, and I, I didn't even think about saying it. And then I listened back to it and I was like, huh, I really did mean that too. Mm. Or uh, I think it was with Jonathan, Jonathan Lorenzo. And. <laughs> and we were talking about, like, blacking out or holding your breath. And I was like, some people need to black out. Oh, yeah, dude. And, like, metaphorically, I mean that because I've been through that process yeah. in my own life. Some people need to be knocked down. Some people need to be have their limits tested. Some people need to cry and scream and be afraid because that's how you understand who you are. If you're just filling your yeah, head with, sure. with 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 skills and thoughts and, like, little like knickknacks and like little hacks and stuff like mm. sure you might like have the
1: tools mm. but like do you Damn. know do you know who the Trick fuck you are yeah I feel you know it. what i mean
0: well yeah and that is my voice All that's right. what i'm trying to come from i dig it finding you dig it. feeling that soul <laughs> yeah. that essence right and there's other people who are going to be better equipped to talk about other things but i this is where i always come back in my own personal life 99% of the time this is the things that i'm focusing on in myself and and trying to f- figure out how to like creatively like show other people how to how to find that in themselves cuz i know how good it feels mm-hmm. and i know how liberating it is and i know how fucking amazing life becomes that's so why that's me.
1: i refer to you as my own shaman <laughs> and it's not in the heaviest sense it's the way that you are describing that is an inspiring perspective. Mm. That makes, that makes me, I'm an overthinker. Mm -hmm. And when I overthink the approach to things and, and you know, sometimes with growth or my own perspective or whatever, I get, I can come back to a very pure perspective with the reminder of that. I need a lot of reminders. I'm a guy that needs a lot of reminders. Me too. And that's why that's why I'm so influenced by these by these 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 figures and by 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 art and by music because it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm feeling too much and for me my biggest lesson is a reminder to just f- circle back to where I'm at, take a breath, be present and just find my middle state. Mm. But point is thankful for you because thankful for you (laughs) i feel good i feel good for the opportunity to find a little bit of perspective especially just in this conversation
0: Hmm. i love perspective
1: yeah baby i love it
0: it's like nothing has to change but the way you look
1: and perceive things changes everything Oh yeah i mean well listen you can apply it socially you can apply it to work you can apply it to um, an interaction. You mm-hmm. can apply it to your your time frame of your day. You can t- apply it to what you've got going on. And I think, if if there's a message for me here on um, just this this little part of this conversation, it's that I don't have to overthink things, and I can be inspired, and I can just I'm not going to let it run away. I'm just going to stay. I'm just going to stay on it. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to try to feel it and and you know make it my own.
0: Right. Making it your own. That is... I well, mean, going back to Jocko, his, wait, his book on. Extreme well, Ownership. Yeah, yeah, That is ultimate... If it's not your own, if you can't describe yes. it to someone where they understand what you feel, or like... Actually, that, that kind of goes against my... What I believe in. But like... You... There's a, there's, there's a way it's not your own. You're just talking about words and ideas.
1: Well, with extreme ownership, you, you can get to know yourself through taking accountability and, and, and dis freedom through discipline is taking accountability for how you operate Mm -hmm. and how you operate is up to you. You know, you might, you might be really strict in, in, in how you work out or you may be really strict in how you interact, but I think the reminder is, what does it mean to you? Right. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel? I feel fucking good. I feel good. It's a... It's a, it's a bender. So interesting. <laughs> you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you introduce what what we did on Thursday? So... James Law came to
0: a Bear Magic Adventure Society journey and with me and it was fucking remarkable. We ate some, quite a bit of mushrooms in a very ceremonial, curated, thoughtful um, way that only you know that's the only way that I choose to do it and I personally experienced a beautiful beautiful ego death and surrendered as gracefully as I possibly could to the experience and was shattered to pieces just as I should be and uh slowly rebuilt after it was a very, very long experience. It was about six hours, uh, which is a really long mushroom journey.
1: Uh, but yeah, man, it was, it was remarkable. And I, uh, listen, I was blown away and I, I was not prepared <laughs> mentally for, you know, I think so, how I, how people often describe experiences like that in different situations, you know, like, Oh man, like I don't want to have a bad trip, this or that. But you know, I think it's all in how you look at it. And for me, the way in which we went about the, you know, eating the mushrooms and in the, the environment we were in and this incredible organic farm and this greenhouse with this perfectly curated, uh, greenery and plants and, and little, little buildings. You can kind of like explore, very close to the coast, the way we went about doing it was, was so the, the, the energy and the, and the, and, and the, the feeling was, was right there. So A feeling when I went through the experience, I was not prepared, but mm-hmm. I, I, I became, I, I confronted the experience so quickly and not so quickly, but, but so with such presence that I had no other choice but to just be right there through all of this through the whole entire experience and what I experienced was a couple different layers of of fear and fear of like oh man this isn't going how I expected and 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 <laughs> afterwards thinking back to oh this isn't going how, how I expected what do I know about that right and then but what it's what served me was This isn't what I expected and and a little bit of fear and 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 kind of these thoughts uh, Like we were having this this conversation And at one point I thought matt was talking talking some Talking about me, Mm -hmm. but in in fact he was talking about himself right and and but I started to feel very self-conscious about what was being said And and that was like almost the first stage of breaking through My ego, Mm -hmm. but I had to break through This fear of like oh this situation isn't going how I expected or this doesn't feel like what I thought it was going to feel like Mm -hmm. once I surrendered that which took a long time shattering my ego on literally five different levels through different revolutions I finally had the chance to be in a state where I was very present and but also feeling a lot and Um, Sitting with myself in a state that I had never been in. And that was looking at somebody purely and having my ego crushed and just rebuilt. uh, I've never been more enlightened. I've never been more humbled and I've uh, never been more present and I'm never going to forget that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I want to take that feeling with me as much as, as much as possible Uh, because what it means to me is that, I am not my feelings and the perspective that I have is unique and I want to show that to people that I interact with. Mm -hmm. And that's just like a very basic way of saying how appreciative I am of a slightly new perspective.
0: And, And you know why that trip evolved so powerfully? Because I have taken ownership of my own process.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the process in which we went about the ceremony in which we went about hanging out and it sounds very formal, but formality is, is not the way to describe it. The way to describe is setting a situation up with feeling and accountability for the respect of what's happening. Correct. How can you put yourself in a great mood, uh, feeling safe, feeling with the people that you need to so that you can just be with these things that you need to confront and approach.
0: Right. Uh, it's 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 man. I, I could go on for hours about this subject, and it, uh, I I have so many friends. I have so many people who I encounter who roll their eyes, and to them, it's just drugs, and it's just
1: happening. That in, was that was, that was my perspective. That was my perspective. You know Dude, what I mean? It was my perspective. It's
0: just happening in your head. It's just some drugs. Yeah. Why do you need drugs? Why do you need drugs, Matt? You know, it's like that. Sure. And unless you've had an experience of being ripped to shreds. Ripped to shreds. And becoming the universe, you don't understand.
1: And Well, when was the last time you surrendered? When was the last time you sat with gratitude? When was the last time you sat with forgiveness and really thought about it? Or... Hyper of all that. Hyper of all that, for sure. Yeah. Hyper of all that. But just even even boiling it down to just a very simple way of thinking about your own or th- thinking about letting down your walls mm-hmm. or or your ego being crushed and being humbled. Right. Sitting with that and talking to somebody about that with or without drugs is, is, is a profound thing. For but sure. The perspective you get is, is something... Uh, it's something else, <laughs> and it's hard to define. So I,
0: I very, uh, I make sure to be very meticulous about. This, you, this is my disclaimer that I understand that not everyone should needs this experience or or should have this experience, or that um, you can not have an amazing life
1: without this experience. Yo, not everybody gets to go to Disneyland. Right. Not everybody gets to ride a roller coaster. But, but for me, it right. is the way yes. it, it is. My it
0: is the, the thing that I have most I, I love extreme experiences. I love being just blown out of my fucking existence mm-hmm. and then having the understanding and grace to like keep what I want and release all of the other stuff and proceed on my own little journey humbly yeah. but with the most strength in my fucking soul and here's the other thing people meditate their whole life for for this uh, for, for certain perspectives and it's like for me I see how much potency comes from one experience so when you have 50 experiences you know you are able to have like cr- like make your own self potent and be able to carry that through your whole life so you, the whole life isn't this process of like trying to get rid of the fear that you had when you were 7 years old let's fucking figure that shit out at right. 26 sure. so that i can be a clean slate right now and then do as much good as I possibly can for the rest of my life. And
1: I also, I don't look at the, the approach to fear as, as, as the abolishment of it, but I look at Very it sure. as the respect of it and, mm-hmm. and, the uh, and, and what it means and like, what does it mean when I'm feeling fearful instead of I'm fearful, I'm going to let my body react to this yep. or I'm. You know, and and I, I love the understanding of that, and I love the understanding of how I feel when I'm feeling great, mm-hmm. and 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 like looking into that, not questioning why, for like what's my purpose. I'm getting to understand myself, and through getting to understand myself, I'm getting to understand my purpose. Right. What does it mean to me? What does what it is, mean to what you? What does it mean to me? Um, I don't want to get too far off track, but I find that I see. And this isn't me on a higher level than anybody else, but we none of this we is. look, f- none of it is. And that's my disclaimer. This is us talking about what this is, is, is important disclaimer. to us. Sure. And this is important to me. And, and none imp-
0: of this comes with ego. That's the whole point.
1: Yeah, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's the whole point. I notice that if it's through religion or if it's through science or if it's through a conspiracy theory, people are looking for purpose and, and, and a meaning to themselves. For example, like a flat earther. Right. Wants, if, to the way I see it, when you boil it down, they want to feel like they're in the know and they are part of the minority. For sure. A powerful minority that has an understanding that, you know, we're, we're put on a flat earth because people are more controlled when they think they're on a globe. And, but also that if we're on something flat and we're the only Mm -hmm. object like that, then we're put here for a reason. And if we're put here for a reason, we have a higher meaning. And, through religion i've seen similar sort of things where people become very empowered but with, through that empowerment or f- the pr- the the reason they're empowered is is by this this undefinable yet g- meaning of 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 undying love and grace and forgiveness and i l- i love that people can have that but i start to i start to look at w- what that means and i i I can appreciate that, but I can also appreciate delving even deeper mm-hmm. and you know becoming it becoming it
0: and here's the thing in and order how to about become science it?
1: how about science too when you m- embrace the hard codes of right. and 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 theories of science our theory theory means the best understanding and the best approach we have mm-hmm. to of our physical and visible and non-visible world, right? Th- theories continue to change and evolve, right? Right? So our, th- our theory of relativity, our theory of time, some will be rock-solid through time, but as our, our perspective gets more in tune and as our instruments get more in tune, there's a chance that we're gonna discover things and our theories will change. And I think that's what's cool about science in a way. But that's also what holds us back, is that we're so mm. bound by our, our instruments. It's a new religion. It is a new religion. But we're so bound by our instruments that we, we tend to not look at other components to, uh, you know, if it's a feeling or if it's mm-hmm. energy or if it's, if it's how we perceive time. What's going on inside. What's going on inside like too. We, we, we,
0: we don't trust ourselves. Yeah, well, a lot of us are tainted, so it's hard to trust ourselves so that's the whole point of this journey of releasing everything so that you can be aware of everything you are and it's very delicate dance and this is why a lot of Religion can people who are operating in religion can get strung up because there's so much ego involved And they're not aware of, of this side of themselves. So they've applied this under this this knowledge of this to a an unworked upon self and now there you go their existing go. ego just latched onto the religion there you go so this is why it's so important to understand you know alan watts he said i can't work with a business i can't do business with a guy who doesn't know his own uh like fucker side mm. oh wow and it's yeah. like and it's like is like he's like I don't want to do it if, if if we both know our fucker side and, and mm. how we can be fuckers cool I want to work with that guy cool but if he doesn't know his fucker side because sure. I'll tell you my fucker side yeah. so when you when we were when we were laying on our back I've, I've worked through this I know what seduces me I know what I'm afraid of I know my little impulses when I get f- afraid I know how I my self-conscious is so when I'm laying there, completely surrendered, just laughing, like with a smile on my face, I'm feeling these impulses, but instead of acting upon them and ignoring the impulse, I talk about it. I go, I go, it's so interesting that, and, and here's the, and, and you thought I was talking directly about you, but I'm that's talking what broke, about things that, that's that I watched what broke in my myself. Ego.
1: That's what broke my ego, yeah. but helped me understand that as human beings, we are, very close to all the same and we are very mm-hmm. close to having a similar f- way in which we process our external stimulus and how we process our fears and how we process our likes and how we process our impulses and that I take things so personally and then I just surrendered and stopped taking things so personally right. and it helped me get to know myself better and I and I and I, I was allowed perspective that was opening and moving for me
0: right it's i mean eminem does it you know in his own psychedelic nature it's like from the gecko he threw every fucking dark thought out into the universe so that he didn't act upon them himself and he did it in such an extreme way you know like Mm. we're talking about marshall Mathers, Mm. like when he first came out he comes came from a certain space and he's like,
1: I fucking bah, 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 just fucking shredding I've created a monster. Nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want they want shady. I'm chopped liver. And he puts it all out. But yeah. he doesn't act upon it. Right. And Well he, that that's that in a way he's in his space tearing down his own. So ego. he has
0: all the strength. Yeah. Because it's not weighing on his shoulders. He's just throwing it out there. You know
1: what's interesting? I can relate to that a lot. Right. Nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want shady. I'm Chop liver. You could say that about me. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, oh yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs>
1: they want this. They don't want that. Right. That influence is wild. Yo, I love the idea and Feel the power and want to spread the idea, uh, spread the energy, and spread the feeling on the most simple level, as a as a as a sign of my my journey and my surrender, but also my love for living. Mm-hmm. When I'm around people, I'm gonna show them love. When I'm around them, I'm gonna show them respect. And I might show my fucker side sometimes, but what I will be doing is trying to take what I've learned that i think has helped me find perspective and without forcing it on anybody i'm going to bring that unconsciously right but that's the
0: perspective it's not it's not that you don't have the fucker side it's not that you pretend I'm, that you're I'm closer cool to side. god and you wear white robes no and you have sex with little boys and ruin their fucking lives whoa I know that's a wild one. You know what I'm saying? I'm, though? I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, it's, that, that's, it's, that's a- it's not acting like you're somebody you're not It's yeah. accepting exactly who you are yeah. and being aware of your other the
1: other choices that you can take to make yourself feel better This is what we haven't touched on. I am with you This is what we haven't touched on For the longest time I thought that in the process of what we're discussing and finding yourself in perspective that there that you get to somewhere through Attainment and that y'all get my black belt of sorts, right? but I realized for me that there's not an end. It's mm-hmm. just an, a, a work through um, the, you know, operating in this space and that I can continue to work on things and I can continue to find new perspective and that the appreciation of that and that the, the joy of that is like, it's, it might sound really, really over the top, but it's like getting, it's like having achievement every time. It's like not getting your black belt every time. Of course. Cause that's a, that's, that's quite monumental, but it's there. It's, it's not like I'm working towards a black belt of getting, getting to know myself. I'm, I'm enthusiastic and passionate of just with every time it's fresh, it's fresh, every time. It's fresh and, and, it, and it's cool because as, as my life changes, my perspective changes and I get to learn just a little bit more. And it's a big part of my life, but it's also a small part of my life mm-hmm. and it means a lot to me. Right. And it, and it's one of
0: those things that, but like everywhere you are, you're carrying that with you. It's like when we're doing, when we're driving go-karts, I'm I'm car- I'm not just separated driving go-karts. I'm also applying
1: everything that I know to be true what I like, what I like about about you and in, in your approach to things is that you like to figure out how to be good at things. Um, through, but it's an understanding of getting to know yourself and then blurring the lines between the restraints of of how other people have done it. Mm-hmm. If it's gonna be go karts, or if it's gonna be the, how to how to mix color and how to express yourself, or if, you know there, there's so many different there's so many different symbols and there's so many different uh, ways you can apply it but I'm the, I'm I'm I come from a similar place mm-hmm. in that I I have a voice and I have a voice in photography and I want to I and I want to push the limits and I want to I want to have some influence there but there's also there's also the side of me that you know with go-karting too you know or if it's uh, if it's jujitsu or if it's kickboxing or things that I'm really, if it's just shooting, going to shoot a gun for, you know, one time a year, I'm really trying to push that limit. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. We, I get, I get, I get to know, I get to know a lot about myself through, through really pushing a limit of,
0: Is it, hard to is, it, is it pushing the limit as much as it is exploring like... That's that's a much better way to put it. The it, unknown with what you... My f- by being fully there. My fallback is to say pushing know. the limit.
1: Mm-hmm. When, I, when I'm forced to think about it, it's exploring the space. Mm. And when I'm exploring the space, it's not just me. Oh, I'm going to beat this time, blah, blah, blah. It's like, how can I start to understand this space better? Right. And I'm having a damn good time getting to know that. Mm-hmm. I'm not fighting myself. I'm not fighting others. Dude. That, feels, that, that feels good. That's rewarding. You know, I fall into a black hole sometimes when I get on Instagram and I look at other people's photography. Right. I'm like, why am I not doing this? Why is this so-and-so getting this job? Why is this? And like I said earlier, for me, the, a very powerful thing is to have my perspective and, and to, to be influenced by these things, but just to take a step back and realize that by exploring the space by with surrendering and with letting go of the ego, my ego, mm-hmm. I can find a little bit more of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always want to follow up a statement With another statement Uh, Because I'm just gonna I'm just gonna Just
0: Just let it simmer simmer.
1: Put it on ice Yeah baby
0: It's like uh, When you You know Exploring the space With go-karts It's like The more you do it And you start to to feel out. You start to feel it. The connection. It's like the, it's a mirror of everything. Dude, it's always a mirror. Wait
1: until you get on the jujitsu tip and really can put some time into it. Kenny says this so much that, and, and, you know, there's, there's technique over power and there's technique over explosiveness and there's feel over, you know, over, over everything. And that, but you have to force things first Mm -hmm. and you have to, really defeat yourself and let go right and then but also have discipline in your approach to start to understand that that specific Mm -hmm. space but dude everybody even buddhist monks they
0: they're dying to be enlightened yeah before they just be enlightened. enlightened yeah they want it so bad that they actually kind of push it away from themselves And if their master is, uh, their teacher is, is a true master. It's kind of like they, they create a series of tricks to trick them back to the space that they've always been in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me ask you, what's, what's your next project
1: that you're going to explore? Um, my next project that I'm going to explore, I'm going to, um, I'm going to be doing, I think two books. I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to do a project about, um, aviation Mm -hmm. and my love for aviation. Um, it's sort of, uh, inspired by my brother, Jack, who's an Apache pilot. Right. He's deployed in Mosul. Um, he's probably going to be back in about less than two months. He's been on, you know, it's it's going to be a nine month deployment. So I was inspired by um, a few things. I've always loved aviation. We've always loved this, this, this whole thing since we were kids growing up. It, was, it meant a lot to us. My brother pursued it. Um, he enlisted in the Army. He went to ROTC. was in college and then um, got into the flight progr- program and then got into the Apache program. Um, anyway, uh, one of my favorite things that my, my brother has ever given me was a tail rotor. So cool from an Apache. And you would think this thing by the size of it weighs 110 pounds and you pick it up and it's like 40. It was just m- titanium and magnesium alloy. Um, anyway, th- I got that a few years ago from my brother that he had to make an emergency landing in a field and he tossed it in the back of a thing or uh, whatever. I don't know how, how kosher it is to, to have this thing, but I love right. it. And that in part has inspired me to, to, to do this book where we shoot, the, the, the details of aircraft and their age and how they've been burnt and gone through the atmosphere, but also Mm. the, like a titanium plate and how it, how it's integrated and engineered to be a part of like a thruster and, and the small metal plates on the thruster and then how that's aged and, um, you know, getting this inside view. So that's like a detailed view. And then we want to, we want to shoot some of these helmets. In which the aircraft is from right. and guys in these helmets and guys without and then um i had this idea with an artist friend of mine daniel arsham who mm-hmm. i've talked about many times before we're going to talk to him about casting some objects for the release of the book so uh, i want to do this in conjunction with my friend carl hobb from from france who has done some amazing aviation stuff so we'll shoot we want to shoot Black Hawk helicopters and apaches and uh, F-18s from another aircraft. So we'll, we'll, we'll have a creative collection of aerial shots of, of iconic jets and, and helicopters. That's what he does These. well, right? Like the aerial sure. shots. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, he's dope. And, and also he's inspired me to, to like undertake this project. I didn't know how bad I wanted to do it until mm. we met in Paris like a month and a half ago, a month ago. Um, so yeah, and then, and we'll do these helmets and it'll be a, a cool collection. So there's that. And, um, Incredible. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to, for that, And man, all of the, the biggest f- and most fun I've had and the most success that I've had professionally has come through with the expression of these type of projects. When does that start? Um, we've started planning for it. He's going to come out and we're going to do some flights and we're going to, Get things kind of, kind of in action. We're in this planning phase of kind of figuring out our taste for things, mm-hmm. because that's a, the most important thing. You know, it's not a matter of like how we're going to shoot it and this and that. It's a matter of taste over technicality, and mm-hmm. it's a matter of feeling over over anything else. So it's sort of developing slowly, but we're we, you know every single day we send over stuff that inspires me. And if you look on my Instagram save page, it's jujitsu, it's aircraft. And a little bit of girl's butts. <laughs> 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 that's, well, maybe that's my recently viewed, um, but you know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. So I'm, course. I'm stoked on that. And Lots uh, of girl's butts on Instagram. Man, tired of butts almost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a trip, but, uh, uh, but I dig it and, 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 um, you know, through, through, through uh some of the, the trials and tribulations i've had through photography i've learned to appreciate other things and let some things go and um i've i've made some of the best friends that i've had through my pursuit and what i enjoy and that's in photography and that's in the expression of myself and uh that's part of the reason why i'm here today for so sure I'm stoked and um i'm happy to happy to be growing love it, man. We're happy to have you.
0: So uh, where can people find you? You
1: can find me. You at can find me. St. Louis. St. Louis, Louis rolling under. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find me, uh, jameslawphotography.com, Instagram, jameslaw1. Let me tell you a little story about the James Law on Instagram <laughs> who stole the James Law monikers, the guy who brews beer in England. And lately we go, we go back and forth. I'm like, yo, when are you gonna give that up, dog? Give the real James Law the the, uh, the, the handle. He's like, "This is the real James Law. <laughs> you fucking with the wrong one. And we bullshit back and forth. It's hilarious. At first I was like, yo, dog, let me get it." And he's like, "I'm not giving this up. <laughs> not giving this up. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you can find me uh, you can find me there. You can find me shooting kickboxing in. Um, what's your website? What's that? Oh, jameslawphotography dot com. Did you already say that? Yeah, baby. I am sorry. It's okay. I, I I forgot that I was supposed I am supposed to hit you with a uh, last good. question, That's so cool. I got in my head a little That's bit cool. for a second. But I'll be I'll be shooting some kickboxing in Chicago. There is me you. In Amsterdam. I am going to do a project with Daniel Arsham in Rio for an Adidas thing. We're also doing a special portrait series together and uh, I think I'm inspired to get a Polaroid camera because yeah. I had one and I broke it. And which one? Um, or which one would you there's get? There's the Spectra that I really like. Mm-hmm. Is that the Impossible? No. Spectra? Well, th- Yeah, they re-released it. Right. Um, my buddy Magnus used that a lot back in the day. Uh-huh. Then I'm also looking at one um, that would be uh, an RZ67 Mamiya with a Polaroid back or maybe even more easily the it just seems a little bit more compact is the Hasselblad with the polaroid back. Mm. I just want something that I can kind of catch a vibe with for sure that has a little bit more feeling. Mm-hmm. I like my SX70. Yeah, it's sick. Hey, Love you it. need to go to Kenneth and have him show you his archive of photos on his dude, dude blows me away. His archive of photos on his hard drive, but then all of his polaroids his stacks. Imagine <laughs> uh, the stacks would probably be as tall as you. If you put them all together, it's wild, dude. It's wild. I love it. Yeah, baby. Impossible. Send me
0: some free shit. Man. Come on, send her get some shit. Come on. I'm spending all my money on the po- on the, the the film. Fuck it. Um, fuck it is right. All right, last we went pretty deep, so I'll hit you with a light last question. Hit me. You just recently got your first tattoo. Oh, I did. TBC.
1: Woo. Take oh no TCB taking care of business. Yes.
0: What's your next tattoo?
1: Oh, man. I'm fired up on this. And I was so afraid to confront the idea of where I was going to get it and what I was going to do. I was at John Beer's birthday party in New York. And a couple of years ago, they got a TCB tattoo mm-hmm. real quick, like a bro tat. And we were at our buddy's studio in New York, Alex McWatt, Three Kings. And I didn't get it because I was like, oh, it does not mean a lot if it means a lot to you to mm-hmm. do it, but it means a lot if it's just, dude, just get it. Just like, if you feel it, get it. And so I was at his birthday, the guy was given tattoos. There was a, a dwarf with a <laughs> Mexican wrestling mask. It was Nacho like Libre. Nacho Libre and I was at a, at, at a cool, uh, a cool bar. And anyway, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this tattoo that I should have got a while ago. And it was more of a symbol of, letting go of, of the fear mm. as much as it was to do something that I wanted to do. TCB means taking care of business. It's got a little lightning bolt. My girlfriend's like, you know, you got a lightning bolt tattooed on you, James. I'm like, yeah, baby. <laughs> and uh, But it's, it was on Elvis's uh, business card mm. back in the day. And so, it's not so much what Love that it. means, but it's just it's fucking cool. It's just fucking. I, I went for it's it. So history, a blip in history, it's a blip for in history. Of your history, of my history. So next, I'm going to get in touch with uh, Doctor Wu, right, to do a hawk. Dope. And next, I'm going to get in touch with you to do something that you would be think would be sick. And I'm also thinking about doing a Reaper, Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. And it's not the Reaper so much as it is the fact that the day my brother deployed, they all wrote on, uh, their aircraft and on my brother's aircraft. One of the guys, cause you know, they rotate through and, and a couple different guys fly the, fly the aircraft. You mm-hmm. know, he's not the only one flying it. They wrote fear the Reaper mm. and anything my brother does. I'm down. You think it's cool. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's, that's what the, that's what the Hawk is that I'm going to get tattooed. Right. And that's what the Reaper is. Um, and my idea for tattoos before was to get something that was inspired by and in honor of my brother. Cause I love that guy mm-hmm. and it's wild. It's wild. But, um, but you, you get it, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, so that's what I'm going to get and I'm going to get it. Oh, I think all on my left arm. All on my left arm, and and I like the idea of just a collection of of, of memories there. For sure, and uh, yeah, and what are I
0: mean? What are tattoos other than uh, that's the that's the that's the the trap thinking that you yes. have to get something that everything you get has to mean the same that, thing. Yeah, you can't okay. change. You right. can't evolve. You right, can't grow. Right, 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 right. This elephant on my hand can't mean one thing. Yeah. three years ago and something different yeah. right now, you yeah. know, like it's all just, dude, who the, like, who the fuck cares? We're yeah, here, baby. we're that's, here right that's, now. That's
1: how I feel about it. That's how I feel. I care a lot, but I don't care a lot. Right. And that's what I said earlier. And then I mean it. Right. And I mean it. And man, I'm not even putting that much importance into it. It's right. just, I'm feeling it. Right. And you I don't, don't have to get fucked, tattooed across your neck, no, but like. No, I don't.
0: You want to know what I'm
1: about to do today that's going to blow your brains out? Um, I'm going to end it on this because it's wild, but it also means a lot to me. I'm going to describe it pretty quick. I got a call the other day from a girl that I've never met, that I've never heard from, that I never expected to get this call, and I thought it was a thousand different things before it was this. Is this James Law? Ring, ring, ring. Is this James Law? Yeah, it's James Law. Um, How you doing? Who is this? You don't know me, but I need to ask you something. And I said, I'm ready. I have a reason to believe that your stepdad, who is no longer in my life, really, um, still close to my brother, uh, I have reason to believe that your stepdad is my paternal father, who I've never met The last time I really saw my stepdad was like 2001. Didn't get along. Wasn't the most awesome relationship. But I could hear it in this woman's voice that she wants to know more about herself. And she wants to know more about her past. And she wants to know about who she is. And I know that, to me, who she is is what she is through what she's gone through. I think this is an important thing for her. So... I had a decision to handle it how I handled it, and what I decided to do was to be, not only just help her with what she needs, but to be a custodian of of how she feels and uh, to support her in a way. And so I'm going to go meet up with her today, and I'm going to say what's up and give her my stepdad's phone number, and uh, it's wild. Yeah But it's, it's it's important to me to Talk about to ser- do it. Serving a life right there Yeah
0: It's
1: cool But uh, That's beautiful man Yeah it's that's cool Beautiful your response So I'm gonna head down there And uh, You know I don't need to To meet her You know But The way the conversation went She was showing me these photos And whatever And she works in Newport And um, She's like If you ever Want to meet And you ever want You ever want to get together I'm like Yeah Let's do lunch on Tuesday. For sure. And that was like Friday. that was like Sunday. let mm-hmm. Let's do lunch on Tuesday. So I'm going to rip down there. I'm going to write the number on a piece of paper and I'm going to give it to her right when I get there and be like, "Hey, this is for you. I know you, I know that this is something that's going to serve you and I'm happy to do it and I'm I'm happy to be the one to do it and uh I'm happy to meet you." That's what I'm going to say. Get some food. Give her a squeeze. Tell her she can call me whenever she wants, but and I was I uh, I wasn't even ready for that call, but I was definitely ready to to get it.
0: And you were saying the same thing Friday, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, man, when you're ready for the teacher, life show gives you that teacher. Yeah. So it's like, maybe your thoughts said you weren't ready, but you that self with the capital S is ready. Oh, he's ready. And there couldn't be anyone better to handle this for
1: her than you, because that's exactly what happened. I'm with it. And you're I'm ready not for just going to give her the number and like wish her well. Like I'm also not going to try to make it about me. Right. That's not about me. No, it's not. Of course not. Right. I know. I know you know that, but I, I also have to, to say it because I would be saying this without pod, the podcast right here. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, for sure.
0: Because it's your con- uh, your half, half of this interaction,
1: yeah, yeah, you know I'm glad, I'm glad she called me because like my brother's deployed, and she could she could have got his number somehow, or she could have called my mom, and my mom's cell reception is really limited because she lives in a town of like 50 people mm. in Colorado in, the, in a remote place, and the chances of reaching her are hard, right I'm, I'm always picking up my phone, right. I've always got it on me. I'm always on Instagram. <laughs> that's a, that's whack. Anyways, <laughs> here we go.
0: But uh, yeah, dog. And you're James Law. That's right. Thank you, brother. Thank you so much. What a for, time. For so interesting. So interesting. That's that, the point. That is the point. I love you, dog. Love you too. Thank you, brother. Be well, my friends. Sayonara. Enjoy your day.